This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. the architect of 88.9 in Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about... THC mocktails, <laughs> right, right up uh, Ann's alley. We also got a new wine shop coming to the downtown food hall, and it's coming from a, a familiar place. And sticky rice is expanding. But let me kick it off, Ann. You did a great feature piece on a new, exciting downtown restaurant opening next week. What are the details about this restaurant? What's going on? Yeah, this place has been hyped for a while. It's called Loopy and Iris, and it is um, co-owned by Adam Siegel, who was the executive chef for the Bartolotta restaurants and a James Beard Award winner. Uh, but he is opening his this is his first restaurant um, with a partner, um, and it's in the 777 building, which is 777 North Van Buren. It's right by NML. Um, you'll remember that building. There used to be a... Um, little grocery store on the ground floor. Um, and that uh, that is where this restaurant is located. Um, and Adam has cooked in, you know, Italy and France. And he says that the, the food at Lupi and Iris is inspired by his cooking um, and, and his experiences in those countries. The food is actually specifically um, inspired by the French and Italian Rivieras. So, so some really interesting um, dishes that he plans to have that you can't really get anywhere else here in Milwaukee. And uh, also the space really seems like it's going to be really cool. I haven't had a chance to see it, obviously, but um, it includes an 84-seat dining room. Wow. Um, there's walnut paneling and upholstered walls. Um, there's upholstered teal leather chairs. Um, the, the bar is an 18-seat horseshoe-shaped zinc bar with walnut paneling and inlaid brass accents. Um, behind the bar is a glass-enclosed, temperature-controlled walk-in wine vault that holds 200 bottles. Um, the kitchen is open concept with an eight-seat chef's counter that's bordered by three workstations so that diners can actually see the chefs in action. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on here, plus a patio. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as the cuisine goes, yeah. he's going to be offering everything from mussels and clams, um, soup au pistou, which is a Provencal vegetable soup with lentils and herb puree, um, Mediterranean sea bass with artichokes, basil and tomato baked in parchment, a roasted veal chop with grilled broccolini, uh, bouillabaisse, which is um, the traditional fish soup of Marseille, um, which is seasoned with saffron, tomato, and white wine. Um, he's going to have steak. He's going to have grilled lamb chops. There's, there's a lot of different things going on here. So uh, it sounds pretty interesting. I'm excited to go. Cool. And it opens next week on May 17th. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with Anne on her favorite THC mocktail. <laughs> That's coming up on This Bites. Do you remember the last time you fell down a musical rabbit hole? 
You heard a great song that led you to a great album, which led you to falling in love with a new artist, which introduced you to a whole new genre of music. Just like you, our DJ's curiosity for music never stops. That's why you listen to Radio Milwaukee, and it's a great reason to give. Support your home for music discovery at radiomilwaukee.org slash donate. We're back on This Bites, the wonderful talent, food writer and critic from Milwaukee Magazine and Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq. We'll continue our conversation, and you wrote about a um, um, some mocktails uh, that's being available at the Sugar Maple, which is known for, basically known for their beer selection. But right. the, these mocktails are something not typical. Sounds not typical at all. So no. what, what? What's why is it not typical? It seems like it's something that you 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 kind of dig. You're all, all about these cocktails incorporate verdant delta eight THC cocktail syrup. So let's talk. Oh, wait a, a second. Oh, oh, I thought THC is the. It's not CBDs are legal, but THC is not legal. So what's the deal with this? Delta nine is this um, substance that people take to get high. Delta eight is typically made from hemp-derived CBD. It does make you relaxed. It makes you re- euphoric, from what I've heard. I've that's, not had it. That's so and, um, <laughs> it it is not the same, I'm told, as Delta 9. So these cocktails have a syrup that's made from Delta 8 THC. I, I, am, I am learning new things from you. I mean... I know you 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 sometimes hang out with uh, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg sometimes, right? <laughs> you you know what you've got me, Tariq. I don't know how you figured it out, but you what did. Kind of cocktails. Yeah, so there are four different um, uh, cocktails that have this syrup in them, and they're pretty interesting sounding. Um, there's one called Spicy Doinks. Um, and it has house jalapeno, shrub, lime, ginger beer, and Delta-8 tincture. Um, another one is called the Pineapple Express that comes with a house pineapple mint syrup, coconut water, untitled art lemon lime CBD seltzer, and Delta-8 tincture. And then I got to mention one more because this one is truly bafflingly strange. Um, it's called Bong Water, and it has um, <laughs> McFleshman's Hop Water which is um, non-alcoholic, yeah. obviously. Lime, fish sauce, chipotle cholula, oh, wait, 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 go, go, go back. What is it? What, you just said fish sauce. Fish sauce. There's fish sauce in it. Okay. And the hot sauce. It's got hot sauce, Worcestershire, celery salt, chili powder, black pepper, house ancho and guajillo pink salt, and Delta-8 tincture. Sounds like a Bloody Mary without the bloody part. Could be. Yeah, all those ingredients like that belongs in a Bloody Mary. So these are available now at Sugar Maple, huh? Yes. So so if you're looking for uh, another option uh, for sober living or mocktails, there's a new option at Sugar Maple with a little, I guess, added zing, as you would say, zing. <laughs> you could say that, Tariq. Uh, next, uh, also over at MilwaukeeMag.com, you, you're talking about uh, a new fried chicken joint. That's coming to the suburbs. What's the details on that? Yeah, so this one is, um, if you're, are you familiar with the restaurant or cafe called Goddess and the Baker? I just know you as a goddess and you're and a thank baker. Thank you. I appreciate it, it, it that. I was like a restaurant named after you. Well, it's not. It's that it is a Goddess and the Baker is a um, restaurant that's based in Chicago. It has some franchises. There's one up in the corners at 
Brookfield. Um, that uh, company is opening another business also to be located in the corners of Brookfield. And it's called, they're, actually, they're calling it Here Chicky Chicky. Oh. Yes. Here oh. Chicky Chicky is, um, <laughs> is going to specialize in different creations that um, incorporate fried chicken tenders. So fried chicken tenders in sandwiches, baskets, wraps on salads, included with dipping sauces, so on and so forth. Now, apparently, the company was inspired by um, the Nashville hot chicken sandwich that um, Goddess and the Baker actually has been offering and how popular that's been. And you know, you know that the that the Nashville hot chicken sandwich and basically fried chicken in general is a trend right now. Yeah. I mean, I think fried chicken is, I think the different types of fried chicken has been a trend. Like you got Korean fried chicken, Nashville hot chicken. I mean, I think, you know, traditional fried chicken is always, you know, the staple. I think just the, the variations that are out there, you know, people are exploring the different types of fried chickens that are out there, I guess. Yes. Um, and it's coming... But, you know, here, you know, obviously the name here, Chicky Chicky, you know, here, Kitty Kitty. I don't know. What do you think about that name? Uh, I have some thoughts, but uh, in, the, in the society, I'm going to keep those thoughts to myself. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you're entitled. Chicky Chicky. <laughs> yeah. I guess you got to, you know, if you're going to name something, you got to have a bold name to make it stick, right? I I guess so. I guess so. So this is uh, not open yet, right? No. I, and my understanding is that it is going to to be coming this summer. Okay. Cool. Uh, headed back downtown to the Third Street Market Hall. We've been talking a lot, a lot about this place. Now there will be a, a, a wine bar uh, that's open in the Third Street Market Hall. And it's operated by Strangetown, the vegan restaurant uh, on mm -hmm. the east side. Uh, this is a, in a story written by Carol Diptola in a journal Sentinel. So basically, uh, it's a bottle shop. And uh, according to uh, the story, the, the shop shares a mission with the restaurant to pour wines made with minimal, with minimal intervention. Better for the earth and better for us, uh, as the Strangetown chef owner uh, said in the journal Sentinel. You could also get wine by the glass or in flights. There will be about 60 wines by the bottle that you can take home, plus some uh, food items like hummus, salad dressings, and more. All, of course, vegan uh, because of Strange Town. And that's open now at the straight Third Street Market Hall. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I used to, yeah, they used to do the wine dinners. I didn't know how deeper they were into wine, but I guess they're really deep into wine. Yeah, they are. Um, the whole natural wine and orange wine trend, those have, those have been kind of their thing, their shtick for a while. And I didn't know there was a thing, there's vegan wines, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought all wines were vegan, but I did not know, like, uh, there's actually vegan wines and vegan beers. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So if you're looking for another place to get some wine selections, uh, there's your option. Finally, we're going to close out with uh, Sticky Rice. Sticky Rice here that does kind of this uh, Thai and Leo, Laotian cuisine here in the River West is planning to expand into a bigger location on Brady Street in Eastside. This is according to Urban Milwaukee story. 
Um, the new location will uh, allow sit down. Currently, the River West is just carry out or delivery. Um, and they want to have it kind of like the fast casual restaurants like Noodles and Company. Again, they will serve their dishes like they serve on River West Thai and Laotian cuisines. Uh, they will serve dishes like drunken noodles and pad thai and other traditional Thai Laotian dishes as well, like lar, which is kind of my favorite, one of my favorite dishes I get here on the River West location. Um, I don't know when they plan to open. Uh, I think they say, oh, here it goes. Plans to open for business by June 1st. The hours would be Monday through Thursdays from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And then on Friday and Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 12 and Sundays from 10 to 11. And again, they plan to be open on the east side on June 1st. Uh, at the location briefly occupied by the truck stop at 707 East Brady Street. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. Your host, food writer, critic, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq. This Bites is produced by Kenny Perez with uh, generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on Spotify, Google, NPR, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Lord cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too.